Hey, Pie Tribe, buckle up for a new episode of the Passive Income Examiner, the number one podcast for budding entrepreneurs and business owners looking to diversify their income with passive strategies. Welcome to season two, focused on building successful online businesses with evergreen marketing solutions. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland. Thanks for joining me. Hey, Pie Tribe, welcome back to a Monday Mindset episode. I'm curious, if I asked you if you would like to have your business run without you, what would you say? My guess is you'd say a quick and exacerbated, yes. (laughs) Who wouldn't though? So dare I ask, if you haven't taken the steps to automate your business yet, why haven't you? The answer is simple. Either you haven't thought about it or you're too busy to even take the steps to make life easier for yourself. As a small business owner, we spend so much of our time doing the little things here and little things there. We think, oh, this will just take a minute or, oh, it's just faster if I do it myself. But what if you didn't have to do it at all? To some, the idea of unplugging from your business sounds like a breath of cool, fresh mountain air, while for others, it may give you an immediate tightness in your tummy and conjure up visions of utter chaos and fear of mistakes taking place right and left. This brings me to today's topic, the mindset of automation. I remember when I was about 25, I was in the process of building my first business development center from scratch for a Nissan dealership in Scottsdale, Arizona. Everything my department did and that I did required my complete attention and manual inspection of each and every step. I used to manually check each appointment my schedulers made to verify they had called the client's within the given time frame that we had established. Every single one. That added up to over 500 appointments I checked a month. All this was to verify the commission was due based on the timestamp of the call in the system. I couldn't take a day off at payroll. I had to schedule vacations around a month end. Once a year was all I could afford to take off and not because of a lack of income, but because a lack of chaos when I returned, and a mound of catch-up work. My husband would lovingly listen to me moan and groan about all the work I had to do at the office, and frequently he encouraged me to, quote, get the rocks out of my backpack, as was his phrase. Time and again, I would tell him it wasn't possible, and I would reply with, well, you just don't understand. This is the only way it can work in order for it to be right. Of course, he would look at me and quietly stay quiet, smart man, right? (laughs) Wasn't worth arguing over because I clearly wasn't in the frame of mind to be open to a suggestion of figuring out how to automate or streamline the process whatsoever. So trust me when I say I can relate to those of you in column B who experience a mini panic attack at the idea of taking a step back in your business. Even when I had my firstborn, My son, I did not have the mindset of preparing for my absence. In fact, I had a home birth and went to work the next day to do payroll. Then I took a short week off and after that went back full time. It was not until my second son came along and I realized I didn't want to shortchange my time with my newborn that I got really serious about systemizing the department to run without me. By baby number three, I took a full 12 weeks off and came back without a hitch. The department ran smoothly 
And even the service manager admitted that although it wasn't as good as it was when I was there, it maintained well enough during my leave. Once I had the systems in place in the department, it really freed me up to take on other work and streamlined what my role was each day. In fact, when I finally left the last position I was in, it took three people to replace me because of the systems and the way I had it set up to streamline my day. The hardest part of this journey to streamlining the department surprisingly was not setting up the systems and procedures or even trusting other people. It was simply believing it was possible and asking myself, how could it be done? Like many managers and successful business owners, I can be a bit of a control freak when it comes to quality. I took pride in my work and in the department's success. I took a team member's failure personally as if I myself had made the mistake. So the idea of letting go of a process and potentially having mistakes was terrifying. Therefore, even the idea of automating processes in the department was not even something I was willing to consider in the beginning. This episode is not to get into really deep conversation about how to automate because really that conversation is unique to you and your situation, but more as a mind opener to help you open up to the possibility of allowing things to be easier for yourself. Because once you just simply get your mind in that frame of reference, answers will flood. Here's the truth. There are solutions for automations by the hundreds, but until you're ready to even consider it, you'll never become aware of the possibilities. Here are the steps you can take to discover ways to automate your business. Number one, make a list of tasks you do for your business, or at least try to, and I realize it could be challenging. And if you're struggling to make a complete list, perhaps break it down by these three options, things you hate to do, things you love to do, and things that you neither hate or love but have to get done. Look at that list, and especially the list of things you hate to do, and ask yourself, what is one thing I can automate that could take that off my plate? For example, maybe you hate organizing your email every day and end up letting it pile up. Perhaps it's a regular thorn in your side that always seems to haunt you. Google email organization tools and see what options are out there. Give one or two a try and see if it makes a difference. You see, we often stay stuck in a rut simply because we don't ask ourselves the right questions. We simply assume the burdens will always be burdens. To me, this mindset stems from the belief systems like, you have to work hard to get anywhere in life, or nothing good in life comes easy. And those thought processes are what create this inability to expand our mind. In fact, these simple thoughts and others like it can become programmed in our subconscious and literally block us from seeing more than we think is possible. They literally limit us from our greatness. Just think about what you could do with that extra hour a week you no longer have to spend sorting through emails, complaining the whole time. Instead, you can feel happier and more positive which of course benefits other areas of your life as well. All right, so to recap, step one, write out the list of tasks and sort them. Step two, ask yourself what one thing you can automate. 
Now, step three is to keep taking steps towards automation in every area of your business. Start with your circle of influence. In other words, things that you do every day and then spread out to other areas. Here are examples of areas you can automate in your business just to help you get started. Invoicing, client onboarding, VA or employee training, transferring leads from your website into your email database, if that doesn't already happen automatically. But some people will have like a newsletter sign up on their main website, but their email database is coming from somewhere else. So they're manually transferring that email over. Email inbox, email nurture sequences, lead generation, client follow-up, social media. That's a good start. So I'm going to repeat them again in case you were like, what? I need to write that down. (laughs) Invoicing, client onboarding, VA or employee training, transferring leads from your website into your email database, email inbox, email nurture sequence, lead generation, client follow-up, social media. Even those of you who think your business is fairly automated can probably find even more ways to simplify. I'm reminded here of a previous podcast guest, Martin Nibonge, on episode 26. At the time of the recording, Martin and his girlfriend lived in a tropical place in a beautiful house, and I'm sure he still lives there last I checked on his website. But here's the beauty of it. All of his businesses, and that's multiple businesses, were automated. So automated, in fact, that it only required him to check in whenever he felt it was necessary, just to simply make sure they were working well. That's it. He is literally hands off on all of them. I remember when we were talking, he mentioned about starting a new business and how he went into the idea of even exploring the purchase or expansion of this business with the mindset of how can I set it up so that I'm out of the way, that I'm not involved. Imagine that. Now I have to say he is the king of automation. I will link his episode in the description if you want to go check it out. And in fact, I think I'll go back and listen to it again today because it really was so good. All right, my friends, I hope this episode expanded your minds and gets your productivity juices flowing. Now, if you're ready for some help and maybe you want an outside perspective, check out the eight-week mastermind coming up. Registration is closing very soon. This mastermind is for business owners looking to scale their business with passive income streams. Passive income and specifically what we will be learning and working on in this mastermind is a great way to automate income. Frankly, when I look at a business with my clients, one of the first things I look at is lead automation and creating a funnel that continuously drives traffic to the business. Creating a passive income product is just a piece of that. With it comes the marketing and the back office workflows that make it run like a well-oiled machine. I want you to visit the PassiveIncomeExaminer.com forward slash mastermind to find out more. From one-to-one coaching, all the way to training and mentorship, and then on to leveraging a community of like-minded, business-focused entrepreneurs to bounce ideas off of. We have you covered in all of those ways, every step of the way. Now, I am offering $500 off to the first five people who are accepted. Be sure to mention you heard this on the podcast when filling out the application to be eligible. And if you have any questions, feel free to email me or DM me. My email is thepassiveincomeexaminer at gmail.com. And you can find me on Instagram at thepassiveincomeexaminer. By the way, 
This week's guest episode is with Lucas Root. His episode airs Thursday, and you definitely won't want to miss it. We had such an amazing conversation about community building for online entrepreneurs and huge brands alike, and then also how that community building changes as your business grows. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast to be notified when that episode airs. All right, my friends, that wraps up today's episode. Until next week, bye for now. If you like mommy so, leave a review. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener. I am truly grateful for you. And if this podcast has inspired you in any way, head over to iTunes and leave a written review. I would appreciate it so much. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for helping to spread the word by sharing this show with your friends.